I was like, do you want to start? And you're like, no. Oh, no. I was just like, uh, no, I was more looking <laughs> at my notes and being like, my notes are sad because. My notes are not that sad. This was a hard one. I, I love this shop. Me too. Like, I love it. I, I have no, like, I really genuinely love this chapter a lot. I don't get that sad from it. I think it's, like, beautiful. I have some, the beginning is rough for me. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I think I just was really in tune with Harry. Anyway, well, we should, oh, we are on. We're on. We'll probably put it ahead. Um, let's get into it. Let's jump in. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum. Chapter 37. The Lost Prophecy. Jump in. Hey, jump out. Welcome to another episode. Potter watch, potter watch, potter watch, potter watch. <laughs> Great ending. <laughs> I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And this is potter watch, potter watch, potter watch, potter watch. Is that good for you? Was that good. was that was that energy better? I'll allow it. <laughs> um, we're energized for chapter thirty-seven. We're also jazzercised for it. It's the lost prophecy. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> this is what you wanted. <laughs> this is what you wanted. How was I supposed to react for the podcast when you said jazzercise? They can't see my routine. I know. <laughs> she just did like 15 push-ups. You missed it. Yeah, listeners. and I flipped across the room and then the neighbors called upstairs because they were like, someone is jazzercising yeah. too loud up there. This ain't the 80s. Get out of Get out of town. Yeah, so... Chapter 37. Chapter 37. The Lost Prophecy. A great title. Again. But what should we call it? Just amongst ourselves. Just what? amongst chickens here. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. Um, I renamed this chapter Confessions of an Elderly Wizard. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Um, in those, in that same vein, one of my readings was a story of procrastination. For sure. For sure. <laughs> a Gryffindor's journey of procrastination. <laughs> this is like the most Gryffindor Dumbledore's ever been. Yeah, true. Um, although maybe last chapter. Yeah, last chapter he was pretty, Big Daddy D's pretty, uh, when he gets to Big Daddy mode. He's pretty Gryffindor. Because he can't help himself. My other reading, like, it, like, makes sense, but I literally just stole it. It's, like, a tagline for another podcast. There's this podcast called Modern Love, the podcast. Yeah. This stories of love, loss, and redemption. So I said this chapter was a story of love, loss, and redemption. You're correct. And just is like this TM the same modern, modern love, love that they're making like an Amazon, Amazon series. It's based, based off on? the stories, which is based off the newspaper column. 
Wow. In the New York Times. I've listened to this podcast. Yeah, I've sent you some of them. Mm-hmm. It's a great pod. It is. It's really nice. Um, I use it sometimes to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only watched one episode of the show. Um, did you like it? Mm-hmm. Which one? Which one did they start with? Um, it's about a doorman. I haven't watched it, so I, I don't know. I just was like... That's like what the story is about. Oh, it's about okay. her living in New York and her doorman. Oh, okay. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. It's a good one. I kind of forgotten about that. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see which ones they chose. I think mm-hmm. they chose eight. But, yeah, so, a story of love lost my back, Um, Do you want to summarize this chapter for us? Yeah, I kind of did it in, like, a song. Oh, okay. It's sing. Scylla 575. Okay. Um, I don't know if you recall, but there's this one song I like to sing a lot on this <laughs> I'm nervous. <sighs> if we turned it. back time. Oh, God. <clears throat> if we turned back time for Albus not to hurt you, maybe he'd have stayed. <laughs> I, that was great. That was... Please don't make me do it again. I I won't. (laughs) But it was... I wish I could... I wish... I'll just... When it goes up, I'll just listen to it on repeat and it'll bring me joy. My favorite part about it was Griffin in the background. Just like the biggest smile on his face. Siri Griffin. I knew it was coming when you said the song that I sang. Oh, I was like, I did not rehearse this in front of Griffin. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. He was just ready, ready for the performance of a century. That might be better than your dance. <laughs> so in college, we had this bit where um, uh, Molly had her, like, her fun dance that she would do. And um, Griffin had never seen it. Still hasn't. And so she would always do it while Griffin's back was turned. You have to do it at the wedding. Come full circle. Probably not. Perhaps not. Um. I will. He just won't be paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What a good bit. Wow. I do it every night before I go to sleep. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. All right. Griffin was just like, eyes like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Did you sum this chapter up? No. No. Okay, so... I would have because I actually love this chapter and when I really love chapters I like to give them their their due diligence. Their due diligence. But um, I was rushing to go to a dentist appointment and so I only had time to write notes about the chapter and I like it so much that I don't want to like taint it with a shitty haiku. Yeah, I mean you could do a song. Okay, I'll do a song. Do you want to use my lyrics? Oh, no, I don't want to, I can't follow up that performance. I wrote some out for you. <laughs> um, um, it's too late to apologize. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it's too late to tell me the prophecy. It was too late to apologize. You should have told me when I was five. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thanks. We all needed that. Okay. All right. 
Uh, shall we <laughs> jump in? I feel like there's jump on. I don't know why I feel the need to do it every time we say the word jump. Jump, jump, makes you wanna jump, jump. God, I hate that song. You hate crisscross? It's just like, it grades on you after like the first like six jump jumps. That's true. <laughs> That's for sure true. Stop, Harry. It's not your fault. It was a good plan. Stop blaming yourself. Poor sweet Harry. No more isolation. He's like by himself again going through these like there's sad, a line, sad thoughts. Uh, there's a line later that made me just burst into tears. And I don't know why. And I think it's just because this chapter made me so emotional thinking about him from the beginning of this book. Because you're, you're yes. so attuned to his emotions then too. And she does just a good, as good of a job right here and they're similar but this is 10 times worse i have that note so too. it just like uh it just i just i was feet like i'm skipping ahead to my notes because i have this note later but i just she does such a good job of making me feel like harry's feeling and i feel terrible <laughs> reading this first bit of this chapter because he's so depressed yeah, I feel like normally I do identify with him and I feel that way, but I think this time maybe it was just because I was taking notes. I was very, I felt very removed from it. I think it's because I was like kind of cozy. Like I was, it was like snowing, so it was cold and dark out, but I was like in my bed warm and I just was like in a vulnerable spot. Yeah. I don't know. I, all my attention was on this. Phineas, this is not the time. Phineas, die jealous. Oh, when he, but I, I was like, Dumbledore is like, I know how you feel. Honestly, the worst thing to say to somebody. Oh, right. uh, this is pre. This oh, okay. Was before, um, was before Dumbledore. But oh, okay. yes, the, I have this exact same note. I think yours was at like oh, Mine another at, message for my worthless great great. Yeah, grand. that's why I was like, not the time because shut your mouth. How dare you say that about Sirius? And Harry is, oh, he's so sad. But I know exactly how you're feeling. Like, I no. have to agree with Phineas on this one. Not, don't say that to a teenager. Yeah. yeah. And don't say, he said, Dumbledore, I love Dumbledore in this chapter. I really, Same. really do. But he says, like, a couple wrong things in a row. Like, Again, the last thing you want to hear when someone that you love has just died is, this is important for your journey, for your growth. Like, no. Like, I don't want to think about that. Like, I it's wanna... a good thing you're feeling this way. Yeah, like, no. What the fuck? I'm depressed because someone I love just died. Don't tell me this is a good thing. That's the worst thing you want to hear when something like that happens. Like, it's the same reason why, and I know everybody has, like... You know, they're different religious views and everything. But when someone tells me that it's like... Um, they're in a better place. Yeah, they're in a better place or this is good. Like, it only hurts for us. I'm like, no. Like, that's not what I want to hear right now. And that's comforting to a lot of people. So I I am aware that that is comforting just to a lot of people. don't say it to Alex. It, just, it, isn't, it doesn't work for me because it's... It's one of those things that goes in kind of like a logic category where it's like, 
Yeah. Any, I don't want to hear about logic right now. Like, stop trying right to now. fix it. Like, no, it can't be fixed because I'm so, I'm experiencing grief. <laughs> like, fresh. Yeah. Like, that's something you say to someone, like, four months later yeah. after they've had time to process it and they're like, it's still hurts so bad because that's what happens when someone you love dies and then you can say things like well think about how they're in a better place and think about how you will grow and be stronger from this experience because they have some distance from right. it you can't say that when you're still in like the shock part of grief sorry i just ranted and we all were angrily agreeing but dumbledore um, did not yeah. and i feel like wise dumbledore should know that right like you're just I think he's just like, I think Dumbledore's at a loss right now. And yeah, he's, he's tired. I and they say this in the next book, like this fight really took it out of him. The fight with Voldemort t- yeah. takes it out of Dumbledore. Like he is tired. He's tired, and I also think he is in a really vulnerable place, Dumbledore, right now. And he knows he what he's feels, about to do. He knows what he's about to do, and he's he's blaming himself for Sirius's death. And he's, like, trying to set up what he's yeah, about to so do. Yeah, so he's got a lot going on, so he's just saying... Yeah. Like, I disagree with how Dumbledore's, like, playing it in this beginning part, but I'm not, like, mad at him. Yeah. I'm not mad. I yeah. just don't think he's making the right choices. Yeah. I, I My next note is like, what is his play here? Like, he's... <laughs> when, um... When he keeps, like, arguing with Harry, like, you do care. Like, this... You do want to care. It's like, are you trying to, like, help? Are you trying to get him to feel? Like, are you trying this to prove what, a point? Like, this is what will make you a man, Harry. And I'm just like, Ugh. what is your play? Like, is he trying to get Harry to, like, feel things? Like, is I, this, like, his therapy? I think it's all to set up this whole love thing that he's yeah, going to say later. Yeah, that's I think so, too. And I also think... The only good thing that he's doing is that he's coming at Harry with calm, which is making Harry want to punch him really bad. But I think that's because there's Harry, no yeah. there's no better way to do that. If he had come at Harry with grief, then Harry would feel more about himself, and that's not Dumbledore's yeah. style. If he had come at Harry with anger, Dumbledore wants him to get angry at him because he one feels like he deserves it, right? But I also think Harry needs to get angry at someone right now, so maybe that's his play. Yeah, he's is like, to you can him, be mad at le- me. Yeah, so he's maybe he's saying things he knows that are the wrong thing. Because I kind of feel like a little bit that's happening. Because he ne- Harry needs to do something. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And if he's angry at Dumbledore, then he's not angry at himself. Okay, I take Ooh, back yeah. what I said. I that's, think. Yeah. I think maybe that that's a smart tactic. Because there was part of me that I was like, I'm disagreeing with what you're saying but I also think there was no better way to handle Harry in this situation there's no winning so it's like yeah make me yeah I'm the fall guy um and I just I really appreciate except for maybe Ginny when Ginny like is with him after Dumbledore dies yeah but that's also a very different death right very different and very different to Harry yeah and Harry is like a completely different I mean not completely different like we talked about like he goes after Snape, but like, but this is this, this is yeah. this is horrible. This is something truly, truly horrible that's happened to him. Um, because I, I think with Sirius, the Dumble, I don't. I think Harry loses his hope here. But I like mm-hmm. here when Sirius dies, I think Harry loses hope. 
Yeah. But I think before when Sirius was alive, he still had that, which makes this death just like terrible. Yeah. I mean, Harry like grows up after this book. Right. And like, he's like, how could he not? Reverts to a child, like kind of in this chapter. Um, and then it's like, after this, he's like, like we talk about the fourth one and J.K. Rowling talked about the fourth one being like the change, but like, this is like, this book is puberty. <laughs> like, well, and, correct, but yeah. But like, like, also, like on a funny level, like, oh, Harry's right. moody, that's what, but also like, this is it. Like, after this one, he like, he, yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's a new, oh, I, I think also I was feeling that, that shift, and I don't know why I was so emotional during but the he chapter, definitely but I cried hard in Yeah, this which chapter. is, I think, sad, especially yeah. since, it's hard to watch, especially since what we've watched him grow in this book, too, like, watching him, like, run DA, and, like. Yeah, he, like, dealt with his anger yeah, earlier and, and, and then watching him, uh like, spiral back here. Um, but I really appreciate Big Daddy taking ownership from, like, this beginning. He's like, it's my fault, or at least partly, like, this is what, you know, like, he just yeah. comes out and is like... Right, correct. And I think that's why this is my favorite Dumbledore moment, is because I have so much respect for people that can own up to their own faults, and I think it's so, like, this chapter is so big of Dumbledore. Yeah. Like, this is, like true like this is brave this is bravery right here like that's truly it's hard what he has to say all of what he has to say is hard i don't really have a note about phineas but like noted that like he's like i don't believe this and like walks out of his portrait i i feel bad yeah it's sad i know it's like even Stop! Like, I was just like, I don't have a note on this, but, like, I feel like I want to address it. My note was just, like, I even feel bad for Phineas right now. Yeah. Like, and then Harry is in his mind, like, he's going from portrait to portrait, like, looking yeah. for Sirius. Like, did we need that extra thing? I don't know. I did. Probably not. Because I, I, it... I'm so upset about Sirius that I want everyone else to be just as upset at me, as yeah. me. So... It's comforting to me when I see other people yeah. react in the book. It kind of just way. made me more upset because I was like, damn it, another way that Harry could have checked if Sirius was alive is like get into Dumbledore's office somehow. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like somehow Harry could have gotten into his office. I think they would have let, they would have let Harry in. Yeah. I know, I thought They should have gone to Snape from well, the beginning. No, that's what I'm saying. Like... Yeah. Because actually, I don't think they could have gotten in without Snape. I think Snape probably can get into Dumbledore's office. I don't know, but it at that if they were going to Snape at that point, they didn't need Phineas. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, I don't think the gargoyles would let Harry in. I don't know. Let's say no. <laughs> so I think they would need to go to Snape. Like, Snape is their only... Oh, I love the, the description anger licked at Harry's insides I think that that's what it feels like when you're that like yeah it's pissed like about something you from the inside yeah but licking also has like sorry I know it's kind of gross but like it implies like coaxing it's like tempt- oh, so you keep wanting it yeah like, it's like tempting like yeah. the word the description of licking is like a tempting thing so it's like it's like come on you can't get enough just, of it yeah just like 
you know, just break things. Just, like, you know, it's like... Don't be sad, but be mad. Yeah. This is a better Break things. Like, hurt Dumbledore. I love when Dumbledore is like, um, and then you can cast whatever you want at me, because I know... You're about to You're about to... I did have a note. Shut up, Harry. I want to hear this shit. <laughs> I don't have that note. He's just like, um, you've told me this before, Professor. I'm like, I know, but I want to hear this. <laughs> I want to hear Dumbledore talk. <laughs> me as the, as a person. Yeah. For, yeah, for sure. I'm crying. <laughs> That's my next note. Um, where are you? <laughs> Um, it's after Phineas and it's when, um, Harry's like, um, I didn't practice. Um, oh, I'm not there. And he's like confessing, I didn't practice. Like, oh, and yeah, now yeah. Sirius is, Sirius is. And he just keeps repeating that. I was like, it's not your fault, Harry, but I'm also like kind of glad you're owning this part. <laughs> About the thing. My mouth is dropping. <laughs> I'm saying it's not his fault, but, like, I'm glad he's, like, admitting that part to himself. Yeah, he confesses it. And then most of my notes are fucking creature. Like, there's some variation of that. Um. Oh, I had a quick question. Yeah. Or maybe not quick. Um, so, Voldemort's aim of possessing you, as he demonstrates tonight, would not have been my destruction, it would have been yours. He had hoped when he possessed you briefly a short while ago that I would sacrifice you in the hope of killing him. But that wouldn't have even worked, right? No. Yeah. Because all of the other horcruxes... But Voldemort isn't gonna... I mean, but... That's just what Dumbledore is saying to Harry right now. Yes, so there are two moments, and this is one of them, and then at the very end, when Dumbledore lies, which I think it's, like, I think kind of, I, I, he's in the middle of this confession chapter, and he says, I should have told you things earlier, I should have, and he still withholds the most important thing. Like, Harry asks him flat out about neither one lives or the other survives and Dumbledore is like yeah you'll just have to kill him okay we're not there yet you know but you know what I'm saying it's fine no I want to talk about it yeah I just had a few notes before that. No, so I, I mean, I have a lot of... To n- when we get to it. Right, Sorry. I just mean, like, I think he's lying here. Like, he's withholding a very important oh, there. key to the puzzle. But he talks about the Horcruxes in the next... It's not the Horcruxes that I think he's withholding. No, but, like, if if he... Whether, you know, Dumbledore is inside of Harry or not, like, if he had tried to kill Voldemort, he couldn't have because of all the other Horcruxes. Not about the Harry Horcrux. Oh, like, I that's see. that's kind of irrelevant to the argument. Yeah. Like, if... But but I think what Dumbledore is saying is that Voldemort is unaware that Dumbledore knows about the Horcruxes. Right. So it, what he's saying is just Voldemort's plan. That he... Voldemort right. in so his brain was like, I don't think this like, is a I good part. You. I think he's just... Yeah. I, yes. But I was just saying, like, I don't I think don't it would have worked. 
It definitely wouldn't. But not Vol- to, not even because of Harry's Horcrux thing, but because of all of Voldemort's. No, right. Horcrux. But I but Voldemort doesn't know that Dumbledore knows about the Horcruxes. So what Dumbledore is saying right now is Voldemort was assuming trying that trick- I yes, trying to trick yeah. Dumbledore. He was assuming that I would kill you in the hopes of killing him. Right. And in Voldemort head, Voldemort's head, Voldemort's like, ha ha, that wouldn't work. Yeah. But you know. Um. Yeah. That was very confusing. Sorry, listener. <laughs> what a journey. Um, oh, yeah, my creature stuff. This creature biz is a real slap in the face. It's such a slap. I, I felt like it stings. Because I just also feel like it's against our, like, concept of, like, what could have happened. Like, we couldn't even... And Harry, like, can't conceptualize that creature could have lied or, like, the creature could have had any part in this. And it's like... Yeah, what? Like, he left? He's in cahoots? <laughs> Although, I did have this note. I was like, again, Narcissa is the only one making money moves. Yeah. <laughs> like, Creature went to Narcissa. Narcissa convinces Creature to be on their side. Lucius, you did nothing. <laughs> yeah, because you know she was the one, like, yeah, she was calling like, those she shots. Was like, Oh, creature, you've been yeah. treated so terrible. I can see it. I can see it. I, uh, Narcissa's another villain you love to hate. I, not love to hate. I just love her. I think We she, don't get enough of her to, like, hate her. I'm sure if we knew a little bit more, we'd but be I like, would, uh, but I, But what I do know of her evil side, I still love. Because she's got, she's got all the fun of a Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, she's so, like, I can just see it. Her gentle, her being taking creature in, being gentle with him, um, being like, oh my goodness, I wish I had a house elf. Like all of this, all of that, yeah. like placating. Yeah, like oh my family was so lucky to have you. Um, do you still want to be loyal to this like, family? How can you help? Just like Regulus. Oof. Power. Power. Okay. But I, okay, so, um, but Snape, it, they explain why Snape took so long to get people. Because he, yeah, they said, like, and he waited for them to come he out. He waited of for them because he thought they were just off with Umbridge. Right. And then he warns everybody about Sirius, and when Sirius is okay, then he's like, okay, I did my job. Yeah. No, I I was thinking about that when I brought that up because I knew he waited to see if they came out of the forest, but like I don't know how long their little festival ride was. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed actually pretty quick from what it was described in the book. Yeah, I imagine them being fast and because my only but, thing was that the order got there like a good bit after they got to the ministry. I think Snape probably thinks that. Yeah, I think Snape. Thinks that, but I think he waited probably the whole length of that festival ride. Oh yeah, so I'm. I think the timing does work out. Work out. It all depends on the festival ride and how Although, long he waited. I do have cues because I mean maybe it was really fast. <laughs> Festivals are like really fast, but the ministry's in London and they're in Scotland. <laughs> Yeah. So that's like a long ass festival ride. I mean, they made it sound really fast. I know. They were like, and then we were there. <laughs> um, yeah, and also like all of the orders like already in London and they can operate so. 
Maybe festivals fly really fast. I'm There's a magic like to it. A 30 minute or 30 minutes? I'm gonna look up London to Scavin. Like how many miles it is. Because mm-hmm. actually, that's a short plane ride, so. Yeah. It depends on where in Scotland, but I'm guessing they're like in the Highlands. Okay. They say it's like an hour and 15 minutes. And I'm guessing that a Thestral flies a little bit faster than a plane. Okay. Snape's in a good light in this chapter in general. Agreed. Um, I, I think it's nice that Snape does, goes immediately. He tells them immediately. He checks on Sirius and he goes back for them. He goes looking for them in the forest. Yeah. Um, like, good on you. He's like, Snape told Sirius to wait to tell Dumbledore what was going on. And I was like, I mean, obviously Sirius wasn't going to like stay home, but like literally the worst place for him to go is the ministry. Like for Sirius to go is the ministry. (laughs) Right. But I have this note where I'm like, and I'm still in my good heart with Snape, but I think Snape is also the worst person to tell Sirius that. Right. Like, even if Snape on his best day, on his best behavior, but the not worst, after but, their conversation at Christmas. So Snape does not say this nicely at all. No. Snape is like, and why don't you be you useful have to stay home. and stay home because everybody's worried about you and Harry's gonna die because of you. Oh my god. You know, like I think there's no way that that came off nicely. So obviously, Sirius left. Yeah, and I and he was he, he was would gonna anyway. anyway. He was going to anyway. But, so it's not Snape's fault. But I'm sure but like, Snape didn't say this nicely. Going into the Ministry of Magic is like, I just. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Because he's a Gryffindor and because he loves Harry. It's the same reason why Harry... I know. He doesn't care. But Snape does go back to look for them. (laughs) That's my next note. But he does do a good... Yeah, oh, this is my note about, like, I don't like the whole reverting to a child business because it's, like, the beginning of the book, but it's, like, also, like, what we talked about, like an interesting kind of device. Yeah. I'm just like, um, I ju- I was just like, uh, it's like so grating. Cause I like know he's suffering, but it's still an- like annoying. <laughs> I don't think, I don't find it annoying. I was right there with him. See, I, I, think, I felt very removed from it. See, I was. read through. Yeah, I wasn't. I was right there with him. So I think I didn't get the like annoying aspects of it. I was like, yeah, you're upset. Um, Especially when he's like, don't talk about Sirius. Why don't you talk about Snape? Snape sucks. No, I agree with him. I actually do think Dumbledore in general, one, Sirius, this was a bad time for Dumbledore to be like, and in all all honesty, Sirius should have treated Creature better. And we should have sympathy for Creature. Like, that was the worst time to say that. And two, Dumbledore never acknowledges Snape's faults. And he always points out another person's. Which is fine, but yeah. he never... G- g- like, he Harry's- pointed out 
serious is, and not he doesn't he's like well Snape had an excuse and and Harry's like well Sirius had a fucking yeah. excuse and but then, it's just he felt it felt very like uh I am like like a, a way a child argues it yes not that I was he was right wrong there, in what he felt yes I was just right there with Harry because I was screaming in my head like yeah but you would never say this about Snape because my my thought on the Snape thing was like I feel very mixed on it because one I'm glad we're like hearing the good in Snape but also like just let Harry be mad at him like why can't you, like he's Dumbledore's so protective of Snape. Right, that's my and issue. Why? is with Dumbledore? I think yeah. if I'm removed from the situation, like a grown up, then I think <laughs> um, then I think Dumbledore is tact tactfully knows that Snape is the only real one that Harry is gonna have to get over and trust. And I think Dumbledore is really frustrated with Snape, but he can't say that to Harry because it'll fuel Harry's fire. The minute Dumbledore says, yes, Snape has done this bad thing, then Harry can say that yeah. and have an excuse to not trust Snape anymore. And I think Dumbledore knows it's important that he needs to. Because he always, like, corrects and, like, it's professors. Like, he, no matter what the context, he's yeah. always like, no, Snape is a good person but I think it's a I think that's his tactic but I think it is a wrong tactic because with everybody else he points out their flaws like with every including himself and so he's so defensive over Snape like it would it pisses me off too yeah yeah that's why I'm like I feel very mixed on it the whole Snape thing here because I'm like I I like all of the things you're saying about what Snape did but also like let Harry be mad at Just him say, yeah and Snape was did not behave well with Sirius and he should not have stopped your occlumency lessons like I and I and but he's I, like nope that was my fault yeah he's like that was my fault and I'm like yes you should have been the one to teach him and he's like I underestimated her, uh, Snape's grief about his relationship with your father but your answer should have been Snape is a grown man just like you said Sirius was a grown man and he should have gotten over yeah. his high school bully and done the job that needed to be done which is basically what he says about Sirius and Harry's, so I think, yeah, I think Harry's right yeah. to call Dumbledore out on this. Um, <laughs> one thing, though, for Harry, um, Snape's not giving me Oculus lessons, and then, um, Dumbledore's like, I'm aware of it. Also, I'm aware of why he stopped giving me, <laughs> like, he doesn't say that, but, like, yeah, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. No, I think that I'm aware of it is, like, I know what's, the, <laughs> I know what's up, but I also think it's, like, I think Dumbledore's pissed that Snape stops the Aquaman. Oh yeah, for that's sure. what I think it is. It's like that's why I think he's withholding things because that feels very much like that seems like it feels and has the same energy as when Bellatrix is like he he broke the prophecy. It's not my fault. Yeah. And Voldemort's like Bella will deal with it later. That's yeah. the same energy that I'm aware. Yeah. Um. Um, for sure. But I just had to say that for Harry about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know Dumbledore knows everything that happened. And, like, Harry did that to Dumbledore's own memories. Again, dangerous. And he's like, curiosity's not a sin, Harry. <laughs> okay, and then we got to the line where I just started crying. The people don't like being locked up. Oof. It's such a good 
line. It it goes back. It like I my brain went like to four different Harry memories. I went back to like him being locked in the cupboard. In the, yes, at, at Grimmel not Grimmel Place. Him being locked up. Privet Drive. Privet Drive. Him being locked up in the cupboard. And this and it's so hot on Dumbledore being like. Um, here are the things that are my fault. Like, we're about to go back to the cupboard anyway, so I just think it's such a perfect line yeah. that she's like, pe- he's like, people don't like being locked up, Dumbledore, and you keep locking people up. Or shutting them out. Yeah, yeah. Shutting them out and expecting a different... Re- like, we're not pawns. We're no. not... But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is basically Harry being like, we are actual human beings. I know on paper that this plan is supposed to work like this, but you forget you're dealing with people. Yeah. Except... Harry's not quite as articulate as you. <laughs> right. But the the lot I mean, and and Dumbledore knows it. Like Yeah, that's and, why I mean and Dumbledore's admitting yeah. to it. Like yeah. he's saying he's saying exactly what I'm saying. He's like when Dumbledore is saying, I'm sorry, he's like, I didn't think about how this would affect you. I didn't think about the things that Or like I I didn't I, or I thought about them and I didn't think it would be as big of an issue as it is. Or, like, that didn't seem to be as important as, like, this, this, or this. Yeah. And then he crumbles. And after Harry's it. mad that oh, he's... But it hurts. Can't fight it anymore. It hurts when Dumbledore crumbles. Because he's not... I'm with Harry, but I'm, like, I feel bad for Dumbledore. And then I just, like, love getting to hear, like, even just a snippet of um, Dumbledore's version of events. Like, of yeah. how he saw these last four books like just in such a succinct way agreed and then this thing about petunia is so interesting and i love that she takes him like that's such a bargain and she takes him in yeah she it's so cared enough she's so fascinating as a character petunia is so no i want more and they tried to give us more in cursed child but it was bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't good. I'm kind of shocked that Death Eaters didn't know where Harry had been sent. Because, like, people in the wizarding world know he went to live with muggles. It's, like, common knowledge. I don't know. Maybe that's part of the magic. Because, like, he's protected against Voldemort, but not... I assume... No, I think he's protected against anyone who means him harm. That's what I think the magic is. But I thought the protection spell was, like, specifically against Voldemort because she... Because he killed her and she died for Harry. Well, maybe it's people that are associated with... Because his scar hurts before Voldemort gets there. It's Yeah, but it has nothing to do with the Death Eaters. Why is his scar hurting? What do you mean? In the ministry. Before... Because he's upcoming. Oh, yeah, because of Voldemort. I don't... Yeah, I don't know... And he's really mad. Right. Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think... I think it the, must. It, I, I think I, it I think extends that's to J.K. Rowling. Like, yeah. No, but I think the ma- I, that it would make sense to me that the magic would... Because nobody can grab him from there. Right. I yeah. think that the magic extends that way. Yeah. It, it must just be like the protection spell. Yeah. But. I do think Dumbledore underestimates the Dursley abuse here. He was like, you weren't a little prince, but you're alive. And I'm like, yeah, barely. Yeah. See, I think he does, like, note it. He's like, 
I knew you would endure a lot, but it was, like, worth it. Right. Right. That's, again, him, like, prioritizing, like, yeah, just but I think Harry that's living another... versus quality of life. Right. But that's another, like, on paper. That's, yeah. Like, in your head, you're conceptualizing, oh, you had a fine life. But I'm like, Dumbledore, he was locked in a cupboard. He couldn't, he wasn't eating. But I think for Dumbledore, it's, like, either guaranteeing that you live... Versus, like, a good quality right. of life. Right. And he's just like, I just want to guarantee that you live and that's it. Right. And I I'm just, not going to think I about the quality of life. I thing. didn't like the way he said it. Yeah. I thought the way he said it was a little, like, defensive. Flippant. Which, fine. It was flippant. But it, it felt defensive, which made me a little mad. Like, if I had had an abusive childhood and someone was like... Yeah. was And the person that put me there was like, yeah. you weren't a little prince... But at least you're alive. I'd want to fucking punch them in the face. And I mean, I think the book, it, the series in general, like, downplays that it was right. like... Right. I think, yes, the book does downplay yeah. how abusive it actually was when you look at it on paper. You're really about on paper. <laughs> well, we're reading a book. On... On paper? There's a paragraph I want to put in. That's, like, one of my favorites of this book. The the first time he says, yet there was a flaw in this wonderful plan of mine. Uh, an yeah. obvious flaw that I knew. Blah, blah, blah. I just love that. I was prouder of you than I can say. Yet there was a flaw in this wonderful plan of mine, said Dumbledore. An obvious flaw that I knew even then might be the undoing of it all. And yet, knowing how important it was that my plan should succeed... I told myself that I would not permit this flaw to ruin it. I alone could prevent this, so I alone must be strong. I just love that paragraph a lot. I think he, I'm glad that Dumbledore... I love that he admits that he's wrong for not telling him for so long. Well, and he, I just... This, like, third person is like, I could yeah. prevent it. I alone, like, I know it. I'm Dumbledore. Yeah. And it's just, like... It's really good. Ugh. It's really, really good. And he's, like, asking Harry, but Harry's, like, I don't, like, ought to I have told? And I'm, like, I just love it. Because he's, yeah. like, he's going through it himself. Yeah. Because I think he is still, like, defending himself to a certain extent and be, like, again, that, like, quality of life versus, like, whatever. It's, like, now that I know you, I don't want to hurt you more. Like He's got to make the hardest choices yeah. in this year. We can this, this chapter kind of undoes your theory, I think. Yeah, it's like, I did this and I made mistakes along the way. Yeah. yeah. But that's fine. But then I, my only part was like, ugh, he keeps saying he's been watching from afar. He's been watching from afar. Like, <laughs> been turning back time. Keeping an eye <laughs> on things. Okay, now I'm there. I'm to the love. It hurts. Like, in the best way. When Dumbledore says, but I, like, had to keep watching you, and I, and Wait, I couldn't do it. Is it the, like, I cared about you too much, I yeah. care more for your happiness than your knowing the truth? He loves him so more much. Than, more for your peace of mind than my plan, more for your life than the lives that might be lost if the plan had failed. That part? Yeah. Which is why I think his earlier stuff is defensive. Because I think he... 
Dumbledore is like, I have to harden myself. I need to stick to my plan. I need to do this. I need to do this. But it's it's really hard for him. And I, I mean, I don't know if Harry, like, fully sees it the way that Dumbledore is trying to get him to see it. And I think that this is, like, still not the right time. This is definitely not but, the right time. But he waited he too long. can't put it off. Yeah. yeah, he waited too long. Dumbledore waited too long. And I mean, even when Dumbledore is, like, describing all of these events, like, none of them were the right time. Like, the first one, he was, like, fresh in the hospital wing. Like... The second one was the right time. You think? Because even when Dumbledore is talking about it, he was like, you were on this high. And I think you have to tell Harry something, like, you, you, you have... Or a casual time. Be like, meet me in my office any normal day. Yeah. Like, just... I was gonna say, like fourth one but not like that day like before he leaves for the summer because there's like a couple of weeks in there after Cedric dies I think he should know before then we disagree about this I don't know if we've ever talked about we talk about this all the time (laughs) we talk about when Harry should be told all the time I I don't feel like I've ever specific like I've never like because I said he needed to be told earlier and you were like he's too young well I do agree with yeah I guess I do agree with Dumbledore like letting him have some of that oh I thought we were talking about the very end part like oh you because I think when he finds out what he has to do is like the perfect timing I agree with that oh okay I think Maybe I didn't before. Now I think I'm going back. I Now I think I'm going back Because I myself. feel like that's what maybe because we talked about. Maybe we did talk about that. Because I remember when I was... I think you I said he should have told it to him here. And I said I don't think so. I think he should have... I, I think... I don't know if I think anymore if he should tell him here. I just think it's interesting that he withheld... He withholds in this, in this confession time. I also... Maybe this is, like, too defensive of Dumbledore, but, like, the next book, he's still figuring things out about the Horcrux, mm-hmm. and he's, he might have a theory about, Dum- or Harry right now, right. But, but he's he, fleshing it out in the next one. Right, yeah, I, I don't know. And Maybe that's when that's he true. kind of puts his plan, the final plan into place with, like, Snape and everything is in the next book. Yes. So that's why I think maybe... He wasn't even, he didn't want to give Harry, like, a half idea, like, oh, maybe you have to sacrifice yourself. Right. Um, also, he can't, like, come right out and say that either. It kind of has to be Harry figuring it out. Like, that's part of it-ish. He has to sacrifice himself, but I don't think him figuring it out has anything to do with the magic of it. Not necessarily the magic, but, like, I think, I think the way that Harry finds out I think right. it's great. I think it's great, but yeah. I, I, it feels bad that he can't get it from. I just had a thought. What about my plan? You were just saying that you think that this might be a flaw in it. Up until this point, this is the first plan, and because of this, Dumbledore goes back in time. To try and do it differently, and he realizes he has to do it this way. Oh, so this is the first time. Maybe. This is what happens 
the first time. So this or con- some version this of conversa- it. Maybe there are little dum- things that are this different. This Dumbledore doesn't know that people are going back in time. Maybe. I don't know. That's just a fun. That's great. I love that more because it's so sad. Oh my goodness. So like this Dumbledore right here, we get most raw Dumbledore. But we I've like argued for the plan earlier, but like No, 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 but he can he can go back and whenever. that's a different Dumbledore. That's a Dumbledore. That's a different Dumbledore. Yeah. But this Dumbledore is the Dumbledore like this scene is, is from and OG. Yes, and he's trying. And I think what Dumbledore oh the oh, oh and like I every write, time I'm Harry interacts it. with Dumbledore, it could be a different Dumbledore from a and, different time. And I uh, and then I think it 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 works out so nicely to think that he after this he tries to go back to fix these things yeah. but then he finds other things that yeah. he can fix yeah. and then he like really but this he realizes stuff he had this to make stuff, this mistake these mistakes needed to be made <laughs> sorry i just like had that thought. no that's so good your your whole face lighted up lit up yeah so i like I wanted, sat up yeah so i wanted to like see what that was about oh wow your theory gets i i love your theory that's why i'm always trying to figure i know i want it figure to figure it out i want it to work so bad it's also just such a good thought experiment. Yeah, it's just kind of cool to think about. Um, okay. And also, he just keeps talking about his brilliant plan. <laughs> it is a great plan. Okay, I love Dumbledore's shade at divination. It's <laughs> oh, he's so like, I was funny. Never even he was like, I was it. not keeping it as a subject. I was not going to hire Trulani, just for the record. I think we've talked about this before. You've been like... Why is it even yeah. taught here? And I like have tried to argue for it, but even Dumbledore is like, like I was nah. not keeping that as a subject. Because I I mean we already said this. Yeah. Like it's a gift. Like Right, correct. Well, I, I just thought it was so funny that he like he needed to have this moment where he was like and believe me, I know it's a shit subject, okay? And he straight up says, like, I knew she wasn't the real thing. Right. <laughs> Like, the shade of it all. I know, she's a fraud. Oh, and so I've made all these students take her class. The Sade. The shade. Okay, we'll play the Horcrux. The Prophecy. I'm sorry, my note is about the Horcrux, sorry. Yes. Um, we'll play the Prophecy. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. Born to those who have thrice defied him. Born as the seventh month dies. And the Dark Lord will mark him as his equal. But he will have power the Dark Lord knows not, and either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord will be born as the seventh month dies. Okay, my question is, how does the Horcrux play into the prophecy? If I don't think it does. Well, what about the neither can live? I think he's just got to kill all the Voldemorts. That's what the prophecy means. But you were just saying, like, he's lying to him now because he's not telling him the whole thing about neither can live while the other survives. Right, because I think the whole point about Harry doesn't simply just have to kill him. Harry has to die himself. Like, neither can survive. Yeah. But that's because of the Horcrux. I just had to kind of talk that out. Right. But, like, I don't think the prophecy... Oh, maybe. I wasn't thinking about it like that. But that is a really good point. 
I think neither can live while the other survives is like neither of them. <sighs> yeah, like just that. But I also think that like the prophecy isn't saying that Harry has to sacrifice himself. That's I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I think okay, that's what okay. I meant. I, the, just had I to don't think about. That. I was saying what I was saying before is that I don't think the prophecy necessarily is implying Horcruxes. They it, this it is, is just the prophecy like doesn't have right. This but, is bare bones. But also the prophecy is still accurate because Harry survived. So it's like it right. still is correct. Right. I just like it's just like in order to kill Dumbledore oh my god. Tom. In order to kill Tom <laughs> I'm Harry, calling him Tom from now on. <laughs> in order to kill Tom, Harry has to kill the Horcruxes because they're all extensions of Tom. So that's what I think. Also just realized seventh month. Right. Seven. Seven. Never thought about that. July. But July is the seventh month. Oh, I have. But just Like in the context of the series. Oh my gosh, I've yeah. never thought about it. Seven. She's obsessed. Obsessed. It's also her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a... I... Oh no, I'm not to my sassy note yet. I think it's so freaking fascinating that he chooses, like, that Dumbledore points out that he chooses the Half-Blood. I know. I, I'm just, I like, obs- I'm obsessed it. with it. I think it's so interesting. Do you think that she always planned Neville for this? Yeah. Like, that there was always going to be this, like... I think so. Switched at birth? I don't. Def- really, but... No, I definitely think that. Yeah. I think she knew from the beginning. I think that's why... Neville's the way he is. I think that's why Neville's the way he is, and I think it's why um, Neville gets that moment in, At the end in of the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. She said, like, and it's why he got that big chat. He's so big in the fight in the previous chapter. Like, she's setting you well, up. Wait, I know to- in this book, right, for sure. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want a prequel of these, like, thrice times for both James and Lily and for Alice and Frank. Like, what are these three times they evaded Voldemort? Well, we're gonna get it when we have our Marauders TV show. <laughs> Molly. I hope so. Which I will be on the writing team for. I've decided. Sure. (laughs) Unless it's already in the works and that's the Harry Potter TV show that they're um, doing. I'd love to consult. Same. I'd love to be a consultant. I mean. No, you can be a writer. I'll just be a consultant. You'll just be a consultant. I feel like that's what the writing I'm a producer. Well, no, I'm sure they'll have to like interview fans and stuff like that to like see what I'll put you on the list. I'll just be a producer. Oh. Oh. No big deal. I'm just going to say it, and I mean no shade. <laughs> I'm a little shady, but I mean no shade. That I think even if Voldemort had waited, as you suggested, Harry, <laughs> to see who was the stronger wizard, I think um, you would still have been chosen. <laughs> Between you and Neville. Harry's like, why didn't you, why didn't Voldemort just wait and see whether Neville and I would have been who would have been stronger, and then he would have chosen. Yeah, but maybe um, Harry would have been a spoiled little prince if he had been he still raised would have been, by. A... I think more powerful than Neville, because Neville's parents would still have been the way they are. He would have still. No, been... because Voldemort wouldn't have disappeared, and so Neville's parents would presumably still be like fighting as horrors because they they are tortured. After, after Voldemort, uh, because are, the because Bellatrix says she's looking for Voldemort. Oh no. 
So that's the fourth time for them. They're, they don't admit it. Yeah, see, it. I was thinking they're... Oh, c- right, because that makes total... But I'm, it's after. I, yes, I'm feeling dumb now. No, 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 It's we gotta tuck this all out because yeah. it's confusing. <laughs> That's why I was like, I gotta tuck out this prophecy a little bit. Okay. Like, I know I should know, That's but I needed time. to say it out loud. I still think if Harry's spoiled, he's still just as powerful of a wizard. I well, don't but, think- like, Neville could also be just as powerful I mean, being raised by his parents. Maybe. Because we do see Neville being yeah, super powerful. I, I agree. I just don't I just don't know. I don't Yeah, because Harry because Neville's lack of confidence and stuff like that. And part of Harry's like resilience is his like survivor instincts that he's yeah. like developed. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ty. It's half blood. We just have to all go and read all of those fics about if Neville was chosen. There are tons of them. I don't have the patience for them because I love Harry too much. But yeah. Um, if you're if you want that thought experiment, go ahead. There are a lot of great ones out there. I guess my sassy note. Okay, wait. <laughs> go ahead. No, well, it's not really that sassy. It's more like a I don't know about the timing of this. The prophecy is about 12 seconds long. And, like, during that time, Snape has time to hear half of it and get kicked out. And, like, Dumbledore still hears the whole prophecy. Like, what? Like, (laughs) I think she's repeating it a lot. Really? Well, because she repeats that ending... So in the prophecy... It says as some seven month dies again. Yes. And then she's... And there's a dot, dot, dot. Right. So I think that's what's happening. That's what I'm... But even if she's repeating it, like, one cycle of it is, like, quick. Right. But I think it's, like, uh, she's saying it. It starts. Dumbledore... Or Snape gets taken. Dumbledore goes back. You know what I'm saying? Or it could have, like... Snape could have been quietly taken, and then, like, Dumbledore knows later. Like, after the prophecy's been Yes, said. yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, like, very quick to be, like, caught in the act of listening, and then be pulled out in, like, such a short amount of time, where the, he only heard the first line. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think he was listening beforehand, and then it starts, and then he's caught, yeah. taken out, and then when, she, yeah. when he gets back, Trelawney's still, like... <laughs> you know yeah. but i i think Aberforth must catch him not dumbledore right so i i i think there's time because it doesn't affect dumbledore it only affects snape, snape. yeah so i think there's time because dumbledore's still in there yeah okay my next note says let's talk about this womb and i what and i don't know why womb womb <laughs> That's what it says. It says, let's talk about this womb. What could I mean? Well, I mean... Oh. Because this is made before Harry's born. No, 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 no. I mean room. I don't know why I said womb. (laughs) I I have written down womb, though. That's crazy. Are you sure? May no, but I know I want to talk about the room. What room? The room. The it, Hogshead Inn. No, the room that Dumbledore is like. Um, oh, the love room. Yeah, the love room. 
So that's what I, that's, and I don't have another note about it. So that's what it is. But why would I say womb? That's so weird. Why did I but I feel like he might have said womb because. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He must say womb. He must say womb somewhere. Why would I write that down? <laughs> I'm so, like, I'm worried I'm crazy. He says, um, both of whom had parents in the Order of the Phoenix. No, I think I'm crazy. Um, I, I mean, I'm... he says, like, before you were born. I don't know why I wrote womb, but I think I mean room. Okay. And we're just gonna have to all believe that I'm crazy. Because it's true. I would have believed it, though. I... My brain is doing very strange things. I but need, like, a control find for the word womb. I don't think we need one. I think my... Right. Well, I, what, need a, I need a control find for my brain. Like, I want to I wanna go back and conceive what my brain was doing when I said, let's talk about this womb. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the room. Where it happened. That room is weird. So, wait, what is he saying? What is this room doing? How okay. does it work? There is a room. Okay. In the Department of Mysteries. Yes. Don't talk to me about that place. That's a line later that Harry says. Um, not in the chapter. Okay. That is kept locked at all times. It contains a force that is at once more wonderful and more terrible than death, than human intelligence, the force of nature. It is also perhaps the most mysterious of the many subjects for study that reside there. It is the power held within that room that you possess in such quantities and which Voldemort has not at all the power to keep safe serious tonight. Ba 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 ba. It was your heart that saved you. Right. What's up with this love room? That's so random. Why is that a room in the Department of Mysteries? How did they attain this entity that is love? I have a really good explanation for this. How is it locked like that? Yeah, go ahead. I'm ready. Magic. No, Molly. No. No, no. No, no. No, no. Because it is... No, it's more than a mystery. It doesn't make sense. Like, how... More than a mystery. Like, did it appear in the Department of Mysteries and they created the whole ministry no, around it? I think it... Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the entity of love, and it's this magic that think, is the most powerful magic. So how did they put it in a room, and how is the room locked? And if you open it, does love go everywhere? Like, what's happening? I think that... Is it a metaphor? They're studying it like the brains, somewhat. But, like, I think that you can go in it, but it's also, like, it's a lot... And maybe you'd, like, do a little protection spell around yourself, but, like, they're clearly studying it, so they must, like, do it somehow, but what I think... What is the love room? I think, you know, like, how they take a memory, it's like they take a feeling, and somehow they, like, put it in there. It's like a Stranger Things, like, they shouldn't have been messing with it, and they did. Right, it, I, honestly, it does look just like the Stranger Things thing in my head, this love room, because it seems strange, and I have a lot of unanswered questions, and we're three seasons in, and I still don't understand what that thing is, and I don't understand what's in this room. 
Like, I've... I'm ev- okay with this mystery. I just... I accept the Department of Mysteries for what it is, and I love it. Brains are physical. Right, but I just, like... And this is so unusual for both of us. Like, right now, I feel like I'm the you, like, just, like, totally, like, in it, and I'm, like, I'm cool with this, and you're, like, I need to understand. I need to understand what's in this room. It's because it's so important. It's... For me... Okay, I think I know why it frustrates me so much is because the series rides on this love magic. Like, the series is about it, really. Right. Like, we, that's our first major action. It's, if you're, yeah. it's the most powerful magic. Right. And then that room is so interesting because it, like, breaks the, it melts Harry's knife and you can't go in there and I'm like, what is happening in there? What is that? This is the most powerful magic. So how did they get it in this room? How would you, how do you take, because for me, the love magic feels so physical. Like it's something that is above human understanding, which I understand why they would want to study it, but how have they isolated it in order to study it? I think that like, maybe it's like whatever it is, like, you know how, like, in the Fantastic Beasts, they have, like, that basin that, like, kills you with, like, your own memories or whatever? Like, that weird shit? Oh, yeah. I thought that was sort of, like, your... I think the liquid kill. Like, we talked about this. I, I think the liquid kills you, but I think the memories are just, like, a... Almost your life flashing before regardless. Anyway, keep going. So sorry. So, like, I'm thinking, like, in somewhat of a smaller sense, there's, like, some sort of, like, basin of this, like, love into... Like, they've, like... Meet, like how they make a memory into like some sort of liquid or like mm-hmm. whatever that is like they do that with love but and so it's like encapsulating something smaller but because it's like so powerful like they put it in this big room and locked it but like you can like like how yeah. the dais is like there or like you know how there's like the bell jar harry thing. triggered it do you think that it's put in there because of harry in this spell no because i think that People have, like, died for each other. Like, that's how Dumbledore knows about some of this, like, lore. Like, I think from the time magic has been around, it's love has been a yeah. part. Like, oh, it's old magic. Yeah. No, yes. I, I get that. I get that. But even that's, I think that's why I'm so. I mean, I just, like, made all that no, shit up that but I just I think said. That, no, it makes a lot of sense because it also reminds me of that thing that Dumbledore says about magic leaving traces. Yeah. Yeah, like. That makes, no, that does make sense to me that they get, But I'm also okay with just, like, not having a visual for this because it's, like, because love is not a visual thing. I don't, well, that's how I have explained it in, t- in my head until we start bringing up this room because since it's not a physical thing, I have trouble trying to figure out how anyone could really study this. Yeah. In a room. Maybe it's in the air, like, and it's just, like, in that room. No, I think I... And maybe, like, when you open the... Maybe they don't... Like, I don't know. Yeah, see, I just... I I just... Maybe you have to apparate it. I'm really curious about it, and I think that's why I'm so, like, how does... How does this work? Yeah. You probably have to magic yourself into the room. But I guess, like, somebody had to study... I guess I'm really thinking about this also from, like, a muggle perspective. Yeah. Like, I don't know... Like, I don't know how they're studying any of the things right. that are in there. Right, that's fair. But I just think the brain is easier to conceptualize because it's physical. Like, you can study it. Yeah. It's, but, like, the time turners, like, I don't... Like, are they just housed there? Or is there... Are there... 
But they're know? studying it, but I think they're doing, like, diagnostics on... But yes, I guess then yeah. it would... I mean... And it's like Fantastic Beasts when he, like, blows and sees everything, all the magic that happened there. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. But it, it it's really interesting. Ugh, maybe there's someone's written a fan fiction about that room. I'm sure there's stuff about it. I've never come across it. Well, I mean, it's niche. Like, you'd have to look for it. It's just so cool. Tell us your thoughts, listeners. Yeah. Ooh. Email us, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. <laughs> I have a note that says, a withholding yes. Like, <laughs> and oh. it's about... So that one of us has got to kill the other one in the end? Dumbledore pauses. Yes. Okay. He doesn't. I know. But okay. it's in my Just head. Just so that we're all... In my head, I'm like... I yes mean, is not a full answer to that He's technically request. right. Right. Exactly. With a withholding yes. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I am ultimately... And I think consistently been like, okay, with Dumbledore not telling him at this point. I think if I really think about it right now, I don't know what past Alex said, but I think right now I kind of agree with you. Like, I think, I think it's fine that he doesn't tell him here. I'm happy to reevaluate when we get to it because I think Mm -hmm. it'll be fresher and like all of the info, like. Yeah, um, but I just do think that it is ironic that in this chapter where he's confessing to everything, he does withhold this. Yeah, and I'm hoping that part of it is that he, he doesn't hasn't figured know. it out yet. Yeah, no. that's fair. Wow, that was it. And then he, no, I have a note oh, about I'm so sorry. I'm his so... tear. Oh, Dumbledore's tear yeah. crying. And like, are you so upset about being pre not being prefect? Um, no. That, that was weird to me that Dumbledore added that on because no one cares at this point. No, no one cares. (laughs) I really hope Harry doesn't care anymore. The reader. I do not care about prefects. What are prefects? Are you fucking, Dumbledore, that's, that's on JK. I feel like that could have been edited out. No one told her nobody gives a fuck about him not being chosen to be prefect. I mean, Maybe. No. It's just a weird Even Adam. Harry, yeah, it's weird after such a powerful scene with such great information. And, and he's apologizing for such big things. And he's like, also, by the way, I'm sorry you're not prefect. I think he was just like, maybe another bad choice I did this year. Just while we're, while we're on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like he just word, vo- he's word vomiting yeah. now. He's like, I'm sorry about this and about this. And just like, while we're here, the prefect thing, like, my bad, dude. Not a truth serum, but like, I feel like I need to tell you everything I just have a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all my notes. I didn't have a quiz question. Me either. Okay, great. How does the room work? That's I my think I you did a great job. B minus. <laughs> no, you got an you got an outstanding. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. I'll take an A for acceptable. <laughs> Exceeds expectations. I went I went big on points. I saw I've peeped them. Two oh seven. I mine are seven. T- mine's two hundred, but two oh sat two oh seven. Nice. Actually that was subconscious, the seven. What's wrong with you with the seven? Hmm? The seven thing. You like are you're missing them, but you're a part of it. You're I'm in here. the seven cult. I'm seven. <laughs> you're a part of it. And my champ and rat were both Big Daddy. 
Oh, that's a nice way to do that. My champ is Dumbledore. Yeah. And I didn't have a rat. I was always going to do him as my champ, but I was like, you know what? He'll also be my rat. That's fair. I'll put him as my he rat, too. Up. Uh, he had, There are a couple things that... And maybe they were on purpose, but... Yeah. But so, also just, like, for his past mistakes. Right. Like, champ and rat. I couldn't give it to Harry. But I do... My champ is real, because I really do appreciate that he... I just and, oh, love this chapter. I'm in awe of him. I'm in awe. This is, like... I mean, like, I, this is probably, like, my highest points chapter, and I was like, you know, I, like, it's the most impactful chapter, certainly, to this point, um, for me, but I, I don't know if it's, like, oh, my favorite chapter, but, like, I think about this chapter all the time. Like, yeah. it, when I'm rereading, I always go back to this chapter when I'm, like, thinking about things, and anytime I think about Dumbledore, I think about this chapter. Yeah, I mean, this is a... Uh, this uh, is, and the platform, like, return to platform nine and three quarters, or see, whatever that, that one's called. Pla- return to platform nine and three quarters isn't as, like, impactful to me as a Dumbledore chapter, because I get stuck on it's in Harry's head. Like, I don't believe that Dumbledore is really there. I don't like to do that. I know. I I, I just w- don't, I just, I, I don't know why. I just, in my, it, I don't think Dumbledore is really there. I think he's... I feel like now I want to, like, I want to listen to these two chapters, like, back to back. This one and the platform chapter. Yeah. It would I be mean, just interesting. But I love this chapter, so this is my biggest chapter for Dumbledore, because I'm, like, and then in here, I re-fell in love with Dumbledore this time through. I skipped over this note, but I, for as much shit as, and I really give Dumbledore a really hard time on this yeah. podcast, I think... No one could do what he does. Yeah. And it, he's incredible. Love him. Love him. Love you, listeners. Yes. Love you, Love listeners. you long time, Maggie Rogers. Uh, <laughs> that's her new single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, stay magical out there. Charmed. We all are. <laughs> I'm sure. Mischief Managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum